This must have been in 2007, so that's 10 years ago, which is crazy. Um, I, at the time, I was about to graduate, but I've, I was having a bit of fun joining these international student events, um, and I was in Bangkok, and I guess it was special, it felt like something I did, like, I felt independent as I was making my way to Bangkok, um, and, you know, I remember, like, when I arrived at the Suvarnabhum airport, like, at the time it was a huge deal, and I would take photos, and they picked me up, I guess it felt, like, also real, <clears throat> maybe it was also felt, felt like that, because it, it was, Perhaps it could have been the first time I attended an international event where I didn't know anyone That could have been it. anyway So we went through the whole, you know program until and of course you start to get to know people. I'm sure there were You know more than 50 people there, but no less than but 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 No, no more than a hundred people. So in the course of a week or so you don't get to know everyone, but you get to know everyone's face. And so I remember towards the end, it must have been like the penultimate day, you know, um, the next day was going to be the last day. And this girl from Thailand, like this Thai girl who has always been like this relatively quiet, like she didn't say much. So I didn't get a chance to um, talk to her a lot, but we must have exchanged some words or something. So she knew that I was it could have been my first time in Bangkok, right? So then I must have said something about wanting to go to the different places and I must have mentioned Khao San Road because I remember as the day was wrapping up <clears throat> and um, it really started to feel like we were about to say goodbye even though we have another day tomorrow. But then this girl was like, if you want, we can go to Khao San Road tonight. I can I could come with you, we can get a cab. Um, and go together and at the time I, I've tried getting cabs a number of times and I know that it's a huge deal to have somebody help you somebody who speaks Thai right so I was like are you sure because I you know I wasn't really close with this girl and she she seemed quiet so I didn't know why she would do that but I thought it was really nice of her so then I went right and um, I went with her and then we were in, in a taxi and she said and, and she was like, no, I think in, a, in the taxi I was like trying to engage her in a conversation and whatever and she was being, um, she was just like being her normal quiet self and then suddenly she um, lurched forward, grabbed a bag and threw up in the bag and she just like hurled and I was like oh my god what's going on and she's like oh I'm sorry I wasn't feeling well and she said it's not like she got car sick she just wasn't feeling well um like she has been ill probably before and so she did her business and then I was like we should go home so you can rest and whatever and she's like no no but you wanted to go to Kaosan Road and tomorrow you might not have enough time to do so because I think my flight was going to be the next day so she's right like this would have been like my last chance of going but I'm like well that's true I do want to go but not at your expense like you should not you should not be sick um, and I think we went back and forth for a while as we were driving and then eventually She's like, she said something to the driver and she's like, okay, we're, we're going back. We've decided that we would go back. When she relented and we were going back, I was like, okay, good. You know, and then it was like a little awkward 
because we weren't sure. Like she was, she was, she was done apologizing to me for ruining my night, and I was done explaining to her not to worry about it. But then we didn't have anything else to talk about, and because and and I insisted on asking. Like I was done asking her if she was okay, and obviously we were going home, so she was gonna be fine. So I was like, okay, I don't know what to say now. So then I was like, do you want to take a picture together? So we did. <laughs> And to this day, I have a I have a photo. I believe I I still have it, like a photo of me and her in the back of a taxi. Um, a few minutes after she had thrown up, um, she looks she still looks good. So we get back to the hotel or wherever we were staying because we we're all staying in the same place together. <clears throat> and um, I put her in her room, and I think she has roommates, but I don't. I don't know how that's about what that's like. So by that time, it was already 10 p.m. I'm sure. So I went into my room and I was like, well, that's that, you know, um, time for rest. And then I, I think I washed my hair or something. And then as I was doing that, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Like I could go night as young or whatever. Like I, I have, I have the time. Um, and I was like, I should just go by myself. Like I know how to go, like I know how to get around and, and she's right like this was my last chance to go to Kaosan Road and I kind of want to see what it's like and so I ended up going like I left the, like I got dressed again I was already getting ready to, for sleep in right so I got dressed again and I left I took I got a cab at like in the middle of the night and then I said Kaosan Road and he took me there and then I got off and you know it, it, it must have been around midnight at this time and there I was I was in Kaosan Road and it was yeah, I've been there again um, a few years after um, and it definitely wasn't how I imagined it but I remember the first time I stepped foot on that Kaosan road and I was feeling so free I w it was this feeling of liberation um, the here was a party road like there's so many people around me um, and I was walking minding my own business nobody was harassing me like people were just minding their own business I could I was free to walk and I was alone, so I could go wherever I want. I just, I was just walking around and, and watching what other people are doing. And I remember like looking to my left and then there were these, um, like must've been backpackers, right? They were sitting around um, in plastic chairs in like a, a booth uh, in, in like a, uh, like a side um, a roadside stall. And they were drinking beer from this massive plastic I can't even call it a plastic cup because it, it's it more closely resembles a bucket like it was a huge thing of beer and they were passing it around like I was like oh my god that's a big bucket of beer um, I've never seen a cup like it was a clear cup right it was a clear plastic cup but it's so large and I was like oh my god this is they're they're about to get really drunk um, and I'm just like an Indonesian girl who nobody drinks out in the open back where I'm from um, and they're just drinking and like it's okay and I could just keep walking and there's lights and music and Narl Sparkly's Crazy was playing from some speaker I don't know and and it, it, it would forever be tied that song is forever tied to that moment um, I was just listening to that song as I'm driving now and that's why this memory comes to mind it was 10 years ago and I was like yeah this is pretty crazy the situation that I'm in 
And after a while, I got bored of walking around, and it must have been around, I don't know, 1.30 when I decided I would go back. And so I went back, and I knew that I wasn't going to get enough sleep. Um, you know, I must have been, what, 22 at the time? Um, but I knew the value of, of a long sleep already, but I went back, and I thought, oh, that was a, that was a good deal. And then the next day, I believe I must have told the girl that I ended up going without her and I don't remember her reaction. I I never got in touch with her again and I don't know if she would remember this incident but I would forever remember it. 